0: You're listening to Bros. Let's talk. Hey.
1: Let's talk Pat here with Jimmy, Andy, Anthony joins us again. We're talking episode four of A&E's documentary series, biography, WWE superstars. Booker T was the subject this episode, but before we get into that, what's up dudes?
2: Hey, Failers. How are we doing? Pat, it's good to see the uh, boycotts officially over, huh? (sighs)
1: Okay, so here's, I wanted to address that. I'm glad that you, <laughs> I'm glad that you mentioned it because I figured so much, I shouldn't say so much, but a decent part of my wardrobe is bears colors, even if it's not a bear's right. Well, this is actually, you know what? This is what bandits colors. That's why I got this one. Bandits which, hat. Which just right. happens to be bears colors. So I'm cautiously optimistic. Okay. I've, I already owned this. So this isn't new money spent. Okay, I'm not gonna throw away my gear. I'm still I still love the team. I'm just frustrated with the hierarchy of things. And we just definitely gonna...
3: were not having a conversation Wednesday when the schedule came out of where we were going for an away game. That for sure did not well, happen. Vegas is no different. part of that.
1: Vegas is Vegas. That's just an excuse to go. Are that's they playing they're a, playing
2: Vegas? I'm yeah, just waiting
1: Vegas. to see. I'm gonna wait and see how the Justin Fields thing unfolds. But if
2: if things are I... I will. I will say that it's even money right now that you go to Vegas to see the Bears,
3: <laughs> Anthony. They are playing in Vegas over Indigenous Peoples' weekend, so we'll
2: have that Monday. Oh, on. Then, yeah. Then it's not even even money. I was going to say, the,
1: you're, yeah, it's the odds are definitely. Yeah, yeah. You guys. So uh, we're 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 probably going, but but for right now, I'm still. This hat just matches this shirt nicely. Okay.
3: Oh, they gosh. also play in Seattle. The okay, hold Christmas. on though. This is a perfect. Out there.
1: This is a perfect lead-in to the Wet Bandits softball update.
3: Chrome cool, is up
1: <laughs> because we have an ex We have two, three actually exciting developments that we're going to go over right now. First, being we won this past week again, our third win in a row, it's three in a row. So that's Woo-hoo. that's most important. We're on a roll. Played great defense. No errors. No yeah.
3: Andy had two K's. Two K's. Three,
2: three, I think, didn't he?
4: No, uh, it was three. Yeah, three. Another fault. Oh tip. Yes, you're correct. Three K's. Yep. Unheard
2: heard of that's a K this that's a K in the, K yeah. In the book. Yeah, huh? but
3: okay. two backwards K's, correct? Yep. Two backwards. Okay. <laughs> so that's first update.
1: Well, Super so. important, obviously. Second update. Mike's friend Rachel, that he goes to school with, is a very talented artist, very and talented. we have shown her the wet bandits uh, logo that we prefer. We won't say where it came from or who actually has ownership to it because, you know, but she's basically going to going to recreate a wet bandits logo for us in our color scheme. So we can have custom hats made for our team. Wet bandits logo on the front, Riley's Fox on the back, like a blue flex fit that's pretty exciting update that's very exciting third exciting update this is especially exciting sorry i shouldn't do that mike and i've been talking about
3: this for days to do
1: this people might think i'm racist if i put up a three like this it's just the number three this is three okay third update this is mainly exciting if you are an xbox user who plays mlb the show So I recently found out that I was exposed to COVID, which I got tested and I'm negative, so that's good. But I have to stay home from work for like 10 days per CDC guidelines. So I have newfound time on my hands. And while my wife thinks that time would have been better served doing (laughs) yard work and other things around the house, naturally I decided to recreate my entire softball team in MLB Mm -hmm. The Show 21 Created our uniforms <laughs> and logos, imported them into the game, and they are now downloadable files for anybody who wants to download the roster and play. Very generous ratings given, nineties, nineties oh, pretty much <laughs> across the board. Tone, I will say, me and you both have the. Uh, I gave us the Pablo Sandoval stature, where we're just kind of a little bit stout, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is what it is. We have to we have to be accepting of who we are. And, uh, yeah, if you play Xbox uh, and you play the show on Xbox and you want to play as Wet Bandits softball, go to the vault, search wet for the roster. That will download you the roster. The entire team has been added to the Cubs and replaced all of their players. So when you start a franchise, Naturally. you go to the Cubs, you do custom team, and then you import. Uh, you well, Okay, here's the thing you import that roster but then you have to create your uniform and everything but i have provided the logos so you just have to import those logos tone i'm going to send you a picture the
2: uniforms are i'm going to go and do this as soon as Oh done. i'm going
1: to text you a picture the the uniforms <laughs> i made are basically exact they look exactly they're, they're awesome uniform. so and ass. i've um, and then naturally after doing all that i had to spend the next 2 days playing 15 games with my team because <laughs> right I'm not going to spend all that time creating it and then not. And uh, sad to report, though, Tone, me and you are the only position players through 15 games with no home runs. So mm-hmm. uh, life imitates in virtual. Uh, I, I Lots of balls off the
4: off the top of the fence. God, Dude, I, was,
1: I literally I hit one the gone. other day, and I was <laughs> I was so excited. I was I thought I hit a home run, so I was celebrating, and it I, I did the hit. replay. And it, it I, just hit the top
2: oh, of the actual game. I'm talking yeah. about You're real talking life.
1: You're talking real life. I'm Dude. never going to hit the fence.
2: Holy balls! I, I smoked that thing, and I'm like, this ball's got to be gone, right? I did the slow, the slow swing. I held it. I looked at it for a little bit. I put the bat down slowly and just right <laughs> off the wall. Golly. Longest single of the year so far. I was a double. I ran it out, dickhead. <laughs> you did. You
1: did. You're right. <laughs> And that is your wet bandits softball. ran one
3: wet bandits, y'all. Crowbars up, baby. Hashtag crowbars hey, up. We play the uh we play the record wise best team in the league on Tuesday, but they haven't really played anybody yet. So it'll be a good test for us. See where we stack up. Very exciting
1: stuff. We are hitting our stride and we haven't even gotten the or a good portion of our players back yet. We we didn't
3: hit real well this past week, but our defense was immaculate. So,
4: good yeah, stuff. That's that's always we'll key. take that. I feel like that's like kind of a unsung um, thing about twelve-inch softball is you can hit the shit out of the ball, and sure, you can try and win games twenty-five to twenty. Right. If you if you have good defense and and pitching, like and yeah. pitching, uh, you're gonna. To your I think you're gonna do really well because it just avoids it avoids the big innings. If teams right. go out there and just hit the shit out of you for right. like 12 straight batters and you can't do anything about it, then you just have to kind of chalk that up and be like, "Well, right." I think another thing too, and
2: I've always I mean directional hitting is 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 huge. Like Sloane being able to hit the ball opposite right. every yeah. single time that he wants to with power, with you know, just dinking it in there. You know, splitting gaps. That's that's a huge, like you, you watch all these old teams that like every player on their team is forty right. and up. They can hit it wherever they want, whenever they want, how they want it. Like, you know, those are the teams that win. Right. Constantly. Yeah, our lineup
1: has felt more balanced the last couple yeah. of weeks. To your point, where it's not just everyone trying to crush home runs. We're hitting a lot of line drives
2: and just finding a lot of open spots. Hit up the that... middle. You you had a couple really nice hits on Tuesday that like, it was like you waited on the ball and it was like that perfect, like just swing. Boom. I'm going to knock it opposite. Actually. No, you went, it wasn't a, it wasn't a, cause you're lefty. It wasn't like a full pull, but it was like, right. Yeah. I try and go you know. to right center. Yeah. I was telling Jim, was, I,
1: I, I kind of, I'm always trying to like mess around and figure out my stance, which is like half the battle just being in your head. But I yeah. took like two steps up in the, in the box this week. And I felt like I was, I was hitting the sweet spot on the bat. Like I was just letting the ball yeah. come too close to the ground when hitting it, I got my arms yeah. extended. It's, I just love softball; it's so
3: awesome. I was only one for four, but I took three pitches, and you and also hit
1: a grand slam, didn't you? Or you hit a that was run? a game before. Okay,
3: but the fact that I took three pitches, I was very proud of you myself. it's huge for you, because because normally if I bat five times, I only see five pitches. So
2: <laughs> I made the com I made the comment to you that you kept making the the same mistake so like right. every time that you get out it's the same thing which i guess is a positive because right. once you fix that and you figure it out like you'll be okay yeah so that's good my thing is today. we won again Yo. sure did
1: and we'll see the i don't how's the weather these next few days obviously it's it's pretty shitty right now um i think we're okay for tuesday, tuesday rain right now tuesday 40%. rain damn it.
2: well who knows? See. Hopefully, I thought today was supposed to be really nice. but ew, right. I
1: was, was planning on doing all that Wait yard work see. I pushed off today. And then here comes the rain. So I'm going to be hearing about that later.
4: Shoot, sorry. Might as well just play you video games
1: while while she's at this shower. <laughs> Gosh, got to hit that home run. Saying rain
2: on Tuesday. Great.
1: Well, we'll see. We'll have another Wet Bandits update for you in two weeks, though. For reasons yes. explained in the next episode. But... We got another great documentary that we want to get to.
0: Jammed,
1: dude. They played this with so much nostalgia. Oh, yeah. I remember this song, but I didn't remember that it was the Harlem Heat. Or Same. T.
3: Same. It's like, oh, dude, it's
1: a jam. Added this to the playlist instantly. All right. So we had episode four, focusing on Booker T, and again, just from a uh, standpoint of interest, when you look at the lineup, just someone I'm not as familiar with, so didn't really have high expectations. Going, although I shouldn't say that, my expectations have been raised because of the first three episodes, so I the knew three. it was going to be good. Same, and it was good. Um, every, and we kind of talked a little bit pre-prod that. they have all been uniquely good, which is what's cool about it because they've been directed by different people. But at the end of the day, they're all similar kind of stories of, or I guess three out of four were were like survival stories in my mind. Like it was kind of wrestling saved them to where they didn't really have anything else. I think macho man probably would have had other options. Um, But this is another one, just really sad life story about, just losing both of his parents at a really young age and kind of falling through the cracks of the system, got swept, time. swept into the street life and ended up in jail at a pretty young age, but uh, really kind of turned himself around, though, and, and really was, I think, always a good person at heart, but just kind of did what he had to do to survive. survive. Like, if not for him... You know, if if not for his situation, I don't think he would have been doing what he was doing. He mentioned that when he was in prison, he he got his GED, and he actually he liked learning, and he liked you know he liked that aspect of it, but he just didn't really have access to it because of what happened to him. Um, But from a wrestling standpoint, watching this, uh, because I again I don't I'm I remember Booker T, but I you know we didn't watch WCW as much, and then by the time he crossed over to WWF or WWE at the time I had kind of I had, I wasn't watching as much as I was when I was younger. Um one of the most athletic wrestlers oh my out gosh, there, just, just a
3: genetic freak to look at. Still, yeah.
1: And just the things that he was doing, the way he would elevate for some of these moves just from the ground, he looks like he's jumping from the turnbuckle, yep. and the way he would get his legs up there, and I'm thinking to myself I'm like, "Man, why aren't there why aren't there more black wrestlers, like these guys are freak athletes. And I'm like, Oh, cause they actually get to the pros and in, in the real sports that the white guys yeah. usually can't get to and end up in wrestling or whatever. But, <clears throat> but it's just, you wish that there were, you know, or at that time, at least, you know, and, and he's had an, an influence to the point that now there's, there's more, you know, black wrestlers than, than maybe when we were growing up. But um, that was the, what stood out to me the most was that just, he, like you said, just physically looked the part, Acted the part, but just a freak athlete out there.
2: Yeah. So, so here's my big like. It's funny that you like you brought up a lot of points that like I could I want to touch on. He Booker T before this was I want to say four or five on my list of most overrated wrestlers ever. Um, and I've had this conversation again with my neighbor about it. He's 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 up there on my list of of overrated. And after this doc. I think to a point he still kind of sort of is on that list, but maybe more of like an honorable mention. Um, And one of the big things that makes me feel that he is overrated was like anytime that I would watch him, I think because he was so big and because he was so fast and because he was just so explosive that everything that he did looked like, like uncoordinated. It like looked kind of like herky jerky. I think because he was just so damn big.
3: I am one hundred percent with you. Every time I would see him do something, it almost looked like he he wasn't athletic. But it was just the opposite. Too much. Yes, because (laughs) he was was so far. yes, Yes. Because he was so big and and because the other people he were he was working with weren't as athletic, he didn't look – like, he looks like he could take two steps and literally jump out of the ring over the ropes.
2: Any so single kinda time that to he kind of had to, like – yes. Yeah, when he would do yes. that, like, spinning spinning yes. move that he would do, it would be yes. as soon as he touched the rope, he would be off. Yes. Like in my head I was like, Man, he looks like when you would do the scissor kick and when you would do like I am with everything was just so uncoordinated looking and then like you realize that like, oh, it's just because he's that much better. Right. He's so explosive, he's so
3: big, he's almost operating in too confined of a space for how exactly and lengthy he has looked awkward i am i am right there with
1: That's such a great point because you can see it in the way that he executes everything yes he has to jump earlier than other wrestlers do in order to execute execute some of these moves (laughs) because he can jump so high and far and he's just Yeah. yeah he's just such a like
3: a physical specimen like when i i kept looking at how massive his hands were like just a yeah. Massive, like we couldn't because he's, like he's always pants.
1: holding them up like this, and it's like, dude, it's like almost like Huge. Kawhi Leonard like hands. Yes,
3: yeah. <laughs> he, I mean, and okay, I was dying at GI Bro because I did, gi did Bro not know great. he was GI Bro. Yeah, That's but, so but like good. in in his young days, like that, I mean, he was this guy could have looks like he could have walked on a football field and yeah. started at tight end, just a mammoth human being, and and I, his backstory is. I told you tragic. that I, I mean told, I, I living told you last living year. on living on his own with his sister at 13 in a house with no electricity no water had s- what seven older siblings? Yeah, after none of after which the, took them in, right, or took them in for a while until they the got booted from the house. Yeah, when they did,
1: they're yeah. taking him in. They're all like selling drugs. He said and stuff. Right. So they're just doing what they have to do. Also to get by. loved
3: how he's from South Park, Texas. Yeah, did not Park. know there's such thing as South Park, Texas. Yeah. But I will say, a- after the first twenty minutes, the 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 tone of the the doc changed. For as as tragic as his backstory was, it was a pretty positive. Yeah, it was a success story. It. Yeah, so it was a success Definitely. Story. Much different than than macho man, that's for sure. Yeah. And a clear case I, of of go ahead.
4: I was I was just going to say um we kind of talked about how how different each one has been so far yeah. and I thought even even the directorial uh styles of the first four I guess have all been different but even the tone of this one Jim like you just said the roddy roddy piper generally a pretty sad one um yes. in the scheme of things the macho man also pretty sad stone cold wasn't too bad or anything like no. that he i mean he didn't really have any sad moments in his life at, right. i mean compared to the other ones so this one it was it was kind of refreshing to start off with the bad stuff and then kind of see the success story build from there and Correct. how he made it through that stuff rather than crumble beneath it
3: yeah
1: you know what and One I, of my
3: favorite parts i think was when i never knew he broke stone cold's back or yeah. broke what he say three vertebrae or whatever in his back and that the wwe was like the guys were pissed at him like hey you just came in here you took out our number one guy Literally. and he still persevered through hard work and and everyone loved him it's like seemingly everyone seemed to just love this guy
2: so I'll see, I'll, I'll see that Jimmy, and I'll raise you what they talked about right before that. Do you remember what they said? Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, all oh yes, sat guys, out
3: yes, and collect
2: the I'm money. I'm to Stay home and collect yep. my money. Booker T's like, fuck this, I'm gonna work. Yep, I want I want to work. I don't want to. You I don't love it too because he literally just
1: got to the pinnacle yeah. of the WCW, right. and then all of a sudden yeah. they get bought out. So yeah, he's like I naturally in his mind i was at the top of this promotion i should be fighting for the top right. of this promotion which you, now that which you is why it. he
2: got so much heat for what happened like right and austin right. austin said it great he's like yeah i was pissed off at first he's like but when i watched it back like he did everything right right it was a freak accident Sweaty. i was i was sweating like there's nothing we could have done about it what you know right. what are we gonna do so yeah i think i just think overall like this this documentary definitely you know put him into a new perspective in terms of like appreciation for him. Same. Like the I'm idea is, you know, they didn't didn't talk about any, like he wasn't, you know, a pill popper. He didn't, you know, it wasn't one of those guys that would go out and party and drink. I mean, right. he may have, they might've like kind of, you know, shied away from it a little bit, but compared to he some didn't of the right guys, so they they didn't He didn't have Ric Flair
3: and Scott Hall stories. No,
2: no Well and,
1: Like it was a really good, like, life turnaround story, too. I think someone mentioned it. Like, this is a true success story because he was, you know, in the prison system and he decided that he didn't want to live that life anymore. And I like the one part they talked about how he had gotten a job as a security guard right out of prison and then they found out about his background so they had to fire him. But the the guy who owned the place like had gotten to know him and knew that he was like a high character person. So he mm -hmm. gave him another job and then that guy was the one who paid for him to go to the wrestling school, which eventually is which got awesome. him. It's just a really, yeah, I thought it was cool, cool that they included that and they interviewed that guy. Mm-hmm. And that guy was so humble about it too. He basically was just saying, if I can help you and I'm in a position to do it, I should do that. And, you know, he was really passionate about this. So I gave him, he basically springboarded this guy to the rest of his life. Right. So it was yep. really cool. And he was is still to this day, Booker T brought him up and is very appreciative. My biggest takeaway was how good, of a person Booker T is just outside of the ring. We talked about Macho Man last week where he really couldn't separate the persona from the person Booker T. It was, they were clearly separated. He was, he loved doing it though. It's so much a part of who he is, but it's not all of who he is, but he's found a way to channel it with his wrestling school that he has now and still being involved in trying to mentor people that are in the WWE and, and pass that knowledge along. It was really cool to see how how much he just loves wrestling, and it right. was like he knows it saved his life, and I and I wanted to bring up we we um talked about this a little bit before, but um you know the last two episodes now they've talked about these wrestling schools that they've had, and I I never remember seeing a commercial for a wrestling school growing up because I for sure would have wanted to. Yeah, I would
3: have gone to one, but
1: we're a little bit past our prime to try and become wrestlers but i would love to try and take like one class for one of these yeah. wrestling classes and just get in the ring and just put it out there and 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 see what could have been
4: what was that um what was that reality show that they did for a couple tough of years tough enough what was it tough enough yeah i mean watching so i remember watching some of those and like they put those guys through hell yeah yeah so much to the point where I think I think two of them,
2: I know Bill DeMott, he was uh Hugh Morris in WCW. He I think got fired because he was like a, a real like bully. And then I think uh Billy Gunn was kind of a dick on the show too. And I think they got they like fired him from that too, because he was, you know, mean to the mean to the people, that they couldn't handle it. But yeah, no, me and my neighbor again, same thing. We had this conversation yesterday. Like, I just wanna I just wanna run the ropes. I just wanna You know, give me like, I mean, I wouldn't be able to last five minutes because I'm disgustingly out of shape. But yeah, I just, I just want to, you know,
1: basically just need to find a place that will let us use the ring. The ring, that's it. (laughs) We can plan out a tag team match against each other, (laughs) all to keep ourselves safe.
2: (laughs) And all I can think about right now is the the episode of Always Sunny when they're doing the dance. Like, in our heads, we're having this fucking exactly. badass match <laughs> that everyone else is watching. Like, like we're man, just like, just a shit show. dying, yeah. can't breathe, hey. can't run the ropes. Oh, God, that's great.
3: <laughs> I would love it. It would be great. Find the ring.
2: Find the ring. Let's go. All right. Get a ring. have it in my backyard. We'll, Do you we'll remember this was, God, this
3: has had to have been, like, 15, 15, 20 years ago. When we were no longer than that, like twenty twenty five years ago, my my mom's cousin Danny has a Taekwondo gym, I do and this. we went there. And he had a, he had like a boxing ring, but Pat and I we did not see it as a it. boxing ring. Yeah. This was a holy shit. Let's go climb the turnbuckle and go beat the shit go out of the ropes. Ring. Yeah,
1: dude, it was awesome. Well, does he still own a gym? No, nah, he lives in Arizona in a now. Oh, does he own a gym in
2: Arizona?
3: Uh, they just moved like. Three weeks ago. So, I'm gonna Does he have the no. gym open
2: yet? Right. Is the gym is, is the ring and the new Arizona house. Please, God. we'll figure it out. I wonder
3: how much a wrestling ring is. Let me let me check it's that out. Probably expensive. All right, over under 12k. What do we think? Over, over, over.
2: Well, yeah. oh, I mean, <laughs> depends on what type of wrestling ring you're talking about. I think we we made a, a ring. Yeah, I say we can normal. put one together for less than that, but I
1: don't know we how we have long made it's gonna a ring up. also. Um, I wanted to mention one I have a sound clip one uh, particular part of the documentary where uh, they were talking about a specific move and and in my opinion, this is again because I, I left this feeling high respect for Booker T this would I would consider this a a, a weak weak spot in the armor in Booker T's legacy as a wrestler
0: but. I learned the power of entertainment that night. I did the Rooney in that match.
1: He did some type of hop, skip, spin type thing I never saw before. Did you see that? What was that? They used to have them break dance moves. He did some...
0: Spin- Same guy that was calling me the N-word, he was totally excited when he saw the Rooney. and he, it totally changed him all in one one breath. And it was like, whoa, what was that? Because when I did the spinneroony, I realized how much power the had he had break dance on, on the yeah. patio that's yeah. why i learned to spin a but that's where the spinneroon came from yeah, yeah that's where they learned to spin so that spinneroon he came from a pop lock dance move you say spinneroon they know who you're talking about
1: how much better would booker t's it legacy just, be if it was called the spin cycle
4: it just needed a different or name anything, any, or anything or the other than that exactly you know the what this,
1: this, okay this is all. This is all I could think about when I heard this. This is what these vibes are. Local, community, uh, volunteer working at like uh, the YMCA in the inner city, where it's a bunch of black kids and they're break dancing, and he just walks up to them and goes, "Oh wow, what's those little spinaroonies you're doing there?" <laughs> that's that's where it sounds like that name came from, and it's just another. Hilarious example of things being overlooked with wrestling creative. All okay, right, you guys I, ready
3: for this? Sixteen foot wrestling ring deluxe package. Ready? ready? Six grand only. Six
2: grand? I, I think Let's I'm start a on GoFundMe. Are you me. on high spots? Are you on highspots.com, Jimmy? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. All the all the different things you can customize. It's it's
1: yeah, guys, we could we Dude, could have. Let's start a GoFundMe. Try and get
3: people we could to have raise. have the Wet Bandits wrestling league. Seriously, if you want to?
2: <laughs> I mean, it's the first thing I thought, I'm like thinking the Wet Bandits colors, turnbuckles, all of that. Come on, Fixed screen is
3: not bad.
1: That's funny. If you want to fund our
2: wrestling ring, stay tuned for yes. a GoFundMe page. It'll be starting. Think about it. Think about your it. Um, no, what you need to do though is when you're doing your uh, final edit, you need to do the a number counter. I don't know. I don't know if you can to how many times Spinarruni is said in that clip. Oh, I can I definitely think they do say that. It at least thirty times. That right there.
1: That okay. So I obviously cut those so they were one right after another, but it was said all those times within a five minute span, yeah. and I just cut the oh. in betweens. Yeah, they just kept it's... saying Spinarruni. I was laughing out loud. I couldn't stop. <laughs> Alyssa's like, "Why is it called that?" Like, I, I don't know. That's what they came up with. The spin rooney like, It's called
2: the spin rooney The same reason why they only wear the underwear. <laughs> exactly. You're <laughs> asking <don't> <laughs> questions.
1: I can't. These are unanswerable questions. <laughs> Ask Booker T. Um, so, yeah, this was, again, though, just uh, I felt this one left you feeling really good. Uplifting, yeah. positive, yes. made you go out and think you can do anything. Made me regret not finding one of those wrestling videos when I was younger or wrestling classes. Yeah. Where were
3: the wrestling schools around here?
1: Right. They had Michael Jordan does a basketball camp at Elmhurst college, but there's no wrestling camps anywhere. Right,
2: It might might not be a hub. Like it might not be a well-known area around here. You might have to go like up North. I know Minnesota is a big hub. A lot of the Canadian, you know, Canadian provinces. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, Illinois might not be a might not be a hub. They they are regular, real wrestling.
3: Enough is enough and it's time for a change. Oh when see what I did there. I love I, this was
1: a really good example too of how how wrestling really is just like so character driven because yes. they he had the Harlem Heat, or first they were the Ebony experience with him and his brother. And then they first were the, off,
2: I had no idea that it was actually his brother in real life. Really? I didn't, either. I, I didn't know, yeah, know that either. Yeah, I, same. I was, I, and that was, that's one of the, I think I thought it was like an Edge and Christian situation. Like they right. were really good friends. Kane and Undertaker. Up. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that they were actually Booker T I and Stevie were, Ray. I remember them. The Harlem Heat,
1: that entrance music that I played on the lead in. Great entrance music. Glad that they had that. Last night,
3: I dreamt that I stole Kane's mask and he was chasing me around trying to get it back. And I was horrified. It was terrifying. In my dream.
1: It was, terrifying. was he chasing <laughs> you around in his suit that he yeah, ran for? Yeah, he was. Marin. He was. But, oh, I, uh, but I just thought it was funny that he talked about how they were the Harlem Heat and people would come up to them, like relating to him from being from Harlem. And he's oh, from South Park, Texas. Texas. <laughs> I don't know why they didn't just do the Houston Heat since that's pretty close.
2: To- that's what they were saying. There was like a whole segment there that they said Houston, he Did didn't okay. like it for whatever reason. Yeah. And then they're like, it I was watching that. it
1: last night and I fell asleep for like 10 minutes and I couldn't tell if I was dreaming that or not. So that's, yeah, they that said makes they,
2: sense. Uh, it said something along lines of like, it's not, it's not as like, it's not as like, like, you know what I mean? Like Houston, like they're not the brothers from Houston. You yeah. Know what I mean, like they right. wanted it to be more, you know, got it. So more urban
1: but um and then just kind of seeing too how he never really set out to be a singles wrestler and never really had plans for it it just kind of right. evolved into Bad that because, Harlem
3: Heat for nine years because he was that's so a pretty yeah, long time just, to be committed to a tag team partner
1: yeah that's true so being as this episode focused heavily on the tag team element this week's edition of tones top five is gonna feature his top five tag teams of all time. So go ahead and take it away, buddy.
2: Yeah. So a couple things that I looked at when doing this list was, um, and it's tough because I, there's a lot of tag teams, like you said, that have like, they stand that test of time that don't break up right away or they're, they're, they're such a huge tag team. And then as singles wrestlers, maybe not so much, um, a couple of these, I feel like, fit that mold. Um, I I started out number five with uh, the Freebirds, and that's like a real old school uh, tag team um, that is uh, is on like everybody's list. So I, I, I would feel bad not throwing them in there. Um, the Freebirds were uh, it was like Michael Michael Hayes, uh, a couple other guys, uh, and they were like the first tag team that there was three guys in the group when they won the titles, they had like the free bird rule where me and Pat are gonna, are gonna defend the titles tonight. And then next week, you know, Jimmy and Pat are going to defend the titles and they had that free bird rule that uh, the uh, new day follows now, or when they were, a, when they were a, a three way um, number four, the Hardy boys. Um, and I, this one was tough. Cause I'm, I'm not a huge, I know you guys probably love the Hardy boys. I, I was never really a big, party boy fan i just their outfits irritated me hated their outfits but, <laughs> but i love their, their in-ring yeah, action yeah i know that they're just but they're, yeah those like you know,
1: fishnet shirts and the choker collars awesome. they they looked like every 14 year old girl Spencers. going like i was walking puberty. into a spencer
2: <laughs> or a hot topic you it's know, just the face not, not good um number three i put and again like i probably never would have put Harlem Heat on my list, like pre this documentary, but I think just the respect that you gain from these guys, um, you know, from the stock for sure, like the longevity that they had, right. Their finishing like move, 11 the Harlem time, hangover. tag team champion, Harlem I think, so. too? yeah, nine time. or 11, something like that. Yeah. But they're the Harlem Hangover is probably one of my favorite tag team finishing moves. I thought that was that was badass. Um, number two is the Dudley boys. Um, and again, I think 3d is probably the best of the, of and the Jimmy used the 3d Mike into the, pool we would 3d Mike everywhere. Oh, so any good.
3: chance we got, we'd yell 3d. He'd like, no. when we'd pick him up and just, uh, oh, any it, chance we got pool, couches, such, such
2: a solid, anywhere solid 3d. Um, and then obviously I feel like everyone's, everyone's number one has to be the Legion of doom. Um, I just think from from an overall standpoint, like they are the they are the epitome of, hey, we're going to be a tag team. We're going to be known as a tag team. We're never really going to have a singles push, but we're okay with that because we're on top of the world as as a tag team right now. Um, so I think, and obviously. You know, doomsday devices. That was our
3: other favorite move to do to Mike. That the, was the yeah. That, was that one, cool. that that one
2: is like a seer, Like you could kill someone that way. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, we, we pretty yeah, much that kept that one <laughs> to the
3: pool and the the snow. So I'd get yeah, Mike on my shoulders, and Pat would jump off of my aunt's deck and you know close on him off my shoulders, or he'd go on my shoulders and he'd jump off my dad's car and we'd close on him in the snow. But yeah. Mike was always getting doomsday 3D. He'd get he'd get the the razor's edge a lot too. Yeah. I could
2: yeah Razor's yeah. Edge is a good one until my shoulder just would pop out even yeah. about. You
3: it. you have some pretty good finishing moves on your brother in a pool, if I remember correctly. Yeah, sure.
2: Just a nice There's, little nice little vertical suplex. There there are some videos motion. out there. There's some there some See, good ones there. Yeah, there are good, some
3: good ones. Good there. list. I for
1: sure thought you were gonna go with the brotherhood at number one. I thought that's where you were going with that one, but um you know the the brotherhood from from our <laughs> tape. <laughs> I mean, we just uh, talked about how we used to doomsday yeah. device Mike into the pool, and 3D him all over the place, yeah. and yes. 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 Uh, we had you know while the only recorded match that we have was against each other. Each other. We really have done some work, some great work as a tag team in pools near couches, sofas, beds, air mattresses, snow. A lot of air mattresses, uh, basically anything with a soft enough landing. To set up a tag team move, Jimmy and I have executed. So and not I mentioned, kill our I brother. mentioned, and I show this VHS tape. And for some of our younger listeners, you might not even know what this is. But in here, Alex was
3: so funny when when he was helping <laughs> Pat and I go through the tapes. He's like, "Why am I doing this? What
1: is this? What are these? Okay, so and watch this. In uh, here, there's a uh, smaller tape, and on this smaller tape is a recording <laughs> of a match between uh, the Brotherhood um
2: hardcore holly at, you open that thing up again does it open up really fast no it goes really slow and now it's not closed. it has like it has like a thing yeah yeah it has like it like opens up like real slow yeah it like has thing like a little is, mechanism i was like i kept trying to it, get it, these not, out okay gonna i'm gonna just
1: put this i don't want to break it so i'm gonna
2: put it off to the side <laughs> you might have to open it you might have to do the you might yeah. have to press the button and then close it yeah so
3: when we told Alex that you used to have to uh, rewind VHS tapes, mm. he, he didn't, he had no idea. We were, like, what do you mean, rewind? Right. What is, so, we're we... going
1: to digitalize this tape. There's a place that I'm going to bring it to in uh, Naperville that I found um, where I can bring it in there and they will turn this into a DVD or I'm going to try and get them to turn it into like an MP4 file um, so I can then uh, cut a
3: promo. <laughs>
2: And then who knows? Maybe we'll have a <laughs> and documentary. And
1: Anthony or... and Andy
3: do uh. Although commentary. I will say commentary. the commentary
1: is pretty good. Although my. By JR. It's commentary. The original JR, good. maybe. That's what we should be calling him. It was pretty good. The, um, what is it? The WWF big event at the Rosemont yep. Horizon. Ooh. The Rosemont Horizon. So uh, that will be to come here in the future.
3: And I gave Pat the uh, Predator the downstairs couch. The Predator.
2: Oh my gosh, it's so funny the Is that your finishing move. No, it's... my finishing move
3: was the pedigree, but it was dubbed the predator. Oh my god! So yeah, top notch
1: commentating, good stuff to come from Bros. Let's talk as we're now basically a wrestling podcast at this point. <laughs> yep, feels like it. Feels good though. I'm, I'm no, I'm thoroughly enjoying watching this series. So yeah, we're gonna have sure. we're gonna have a brief break this next week. Uh, we actually, Jimmy and I are going to be at intern Mike's graduation at Augustana next week.
3: Plan we is for when he walks across the stage, we 3D him after he gets his diploma. <laughs> still trying to figure out how we're going to make that happen. Yeah, try and hey, get You done should
4: done try done. and smuggle in that uh, fathead that you got. Oh. Games. <laughs> Can you
1: imagine trying to sneak in with that thing? <laughs> that would be they hilarious. Might you, they might let you You in know what?
3: It. We'll Easter be smart. It. Let's drive up there early, bury it, and then when we get in, we'll mm. unbury it like at Lala.
1: Definitely. Totally. Yeah. We'll get there. We'll (laughs) bury it. I like that. Simple solution. Bury it
3: in a turf football field. What can go wrong?
1: We will have an episode coming out, but it will just uh, be about some other stuff. And then we will return the following week talking about, I believe Sean Michaels is the next episode. The heartbreak kid excited about that one. So that should be good. They've all been great. So now I'm just expecting greatness across
3: the board. They really have been great. Like very, very well done. Very thorough. If you haven't started watching yet, do yourself a favor and start watching because they're yeah. damn if good. Had, yeah, wrestling.
2: even if, if you had, like, any sort of, like, I watched wrestling, like, a little bit as a kid. Like, yeah, just right. throw it on. Yes. There, the nostalgia. It, it the nostalgia pulls the backwards.
3: nostalgic
4: feels oh, for sure. big time, but, yeah. Big
2: so big
3: time. I, I also wanted yes. to comment how much better, or maybe just in my opinion, I think the, the names of the WCW pay-per-view events were better than WWS. Bash at the Beach. Halloween Havoc. I lo- like those, those brought back memories of like, oh my God, I forgot about all these. I will say, Judgment Day were kind of particular to, were partial to, because, you know, we were there. But the WCW names were. Yeah, I always, I, was, I, I see. Was Maybe great. it's because I more
1: favored WWF, but I always felt Backlash, like they were just, SummerSlam. they were just knockoffs of WWF. You know, like Royal SummerSlam, Rumble. Bash at the Beach, Survivor beach. Series. Um, so I don't know. I'd i have to look them up more. But Halloween Havoc
2: was always kind of a cool name. Yeah, I love that. Um, well, then, and then they had, like, all the In Your House pay-per-view. So it was like yes. In Your House was like the middle pay-per-view. In Your House, Bad Blood. In Your House, Yeah. Over the Edge, which we won't really talk about that. So one.
1: real quick then before um, – okay, if you had to choose one, WCW NWO Revenge or WWF No
2: Ooh. Mercy – for, for no Nintendo Mercy 64. for me. For N sixty four. Yeah. Tell you what, boys, I was never an N sixty four guy. Oh. Super wow. Nintendo, and then we went straight to PlayStation One. Wow. Okay. Skimmed this um, yeah. yeah. out yes,
4: of family me. over here.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I'm a gonna go No Mercy games. as well.
1: See, obviously, because of the roster, I loved No Mercy and WrestleMania, but I feel like WCW NWO Revenge was the first good wrestling game that came out. I will up. agree with
2: that. My neighbor like my you, neighbor, did have – I will 100% like you agree could,
1: with that. That's, I remember that was the first game you could reach into the crowd and you can grab – you'd, like, pull out yeah. random items out of the crowd and you could, like, beat people with
2: a bat or, like, a shovel or whatever you would – Do you remember how to do the finishers? Oh, gosh. Yeah, you hold A and then flick the stick. Hold on, though. No. Wasn't it like a almost like a charukan move where you would have to go down and then forward and then B? I think I there was think something. So. I think you had to. I think you had to do like a. It was like a. You, Are you, you talking grapple.
4: WCW? Yeah. Oh, I'm you talking. Know- no Mercy was like you had to do a strong grapple, which was hold A, yeah, and then you flick the stick once you had your meter full. Yeah, yeah,
1: the yeah. meter was full, and yeah, okay.
2: I think the WCW 1 I for some reason remember like you having to do like a a down forward or down mm. something maneuver.
1: Jim, do you remember on WWF No Mercy we created Kane's twin brother Abel and he wore <laughs> <do>. all blue. <laughs>
3: Yes, I do remember that. I do and remember headlong. that. Dude, we, we did some weird shit. We did some weird shit. You, you guys met? also remember when I remembered Halloween Havoc and Bash at the Beach and said WCW had better pay-per-views and I couldn't think of any other ones, so I looked them up and <laughs> they were not better than WWF's names at all. <laughs> Let's, hear them. Let's hear them. Not at all. anniversary one of them? They had sold out S-O-U-L-E-D. Yeah. They had the Starcade.
1: I remember the Starcade.
3: They had the. It's Super like the WrestleMania Raw, thing, right? They're and they had the Starcade. Great American Bash. So didn't you say Great American Bash? No, I said Bash at the Beach. Oh, Bash and the beach. Ha- Well, the Hat- Great
2: American Bash is like the is like the big one because that was uh, that was like Dusty Rhodes. I think they stole that from like NWA back in the day.
3: If I had World War Three, I was I was like so it was totally the, caught up in the World moment. World War Three was a
2: stupid one with the three pages. I fucked cages. up real hard.
1: Forgot to forgot to mention too the little tidbit that got shown towards the end of the Booker T. How about when we're getting American Badass Phase Undertaker getting bullied by an entire arena mm-hmm. to do the spinner ring? Oh my god, that
3: was great.
1: That was hilarious. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that happened. I didn't know that, that happened brain. either. It's like oh, Undertaker can go from the dead man to to hick but he's too proud to do a spin a rooney in the middle of the ring
2: right come on yeah he wasn't he wasn't about that life that was when he was still that was when he was still uh you know protecting the business a little bit yeah (laughs) he told him he said i'll fucking kill you he's like yeah i'm not not doing it i'm i'm i'll fucking kill you
3: (laughs) so looking back Survivor series is better than any name in WCW. Probably the lowest well, I on think, the WWF. I'm
2: not gonna lie. I think I think as soon as you made that comment, I think our our This silence is one of the quicker
1: redactions I remember, or at least our, one that we have on
2: file. But I think I think our faces and our silence, I think, was, was the answer. Yeah, Jim, to you
1: that. were on an island there for sure. <laughs> what is that? What well, is, I was, that? I tried to what's be nice. Term? I was like,
2: Yeah, Bash at the Beach is kind of
1: cool, I What's it's not
3: was, really that cool. What's that term where like, you know, thirsty Thursday or what is that? There's a term for that that, that they alliteration. Sound. Yes, yeah. alliteration. Thank you. So Bash at the Beach and Halloween Havocs alliteration really had me in my feels. Mm. And I prematurely but commented. Yeah. But but
2: then. Because there were gonna... two. And then, then the rest sucked. <laughs> but, but, I mean, if you're going to talk about alliteration, Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. True. You're right. But those are.
3: You know, they sound better than
2: "Bash at the Beach,"
3: "Judgment Day," "Halloween
1: Havoc." Two syllables and that's it. I love.
3: That's all I got. So maybe
1: that's the thing. You add those third and fourth syllables into the names, and you start getting weird shit. Like,
3: yep, yep.
1: World War Three. I remember watching World War Three actually at John Marshalek's house.
3: I do too. I do too. That's so funny you say that. That's when
1: Goldberg was still in his undefeated streak.
2: Didn't oh, well, he lose because really he got do tasered, right? Yeah, who tased him? Lost? It was uh... Cattle Prod. God, that was. And we were like, that was what time to be were...
1: alive. I they showed Scott Steiner yesterday. I hadn't thought about Big Papa Pump in the long time. Oh my time. gosh, Talked about the most the roided out dude.
3: Pat, do you remember we'd go to Sam Reed's house to watch and we drink Nesbit's honey lemonade all the time? I don't remember the Nesbitt's God, that's like the most specific, part, but I remember, the most specific <laughs> so oh, I remember going to Sam Reed's
1: specific memory. It's so weird. I remember going to Sam Reed's and wrestling on his trampoline though. That's that was like our yeah. first intro into that probably what led to the brotherhood and then the breakup of the brotherhood, which will be explored after after in a three part documentary series, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how ambitious I get, but
3: Okay, that's
1: all we've got for this. Pat, piece. You
3: have to remember this Nesbit's honey lemonade. That's you're you're all, you're all about that. that is looks good. good. There's nothing. It's delicious. Out. I've order never a seen that man, Pat, here. in my life. Here's the order can. A I do. Oh, okay,
2: I do remember that.
3: They thank you. I, I that, that stuff straight,
2: is yeah. There's some Mandela effect situation going on with that. <laughs> that's real though. I remember those cans. It's, it's, it's real. Yep. I order never a twelve seen pack that.
3: for the barbecue. You got it. It's done. I'm ordering it right now. Oh my god! We're, just, we're literally,
2: literally like the barbecue is just going to be all sorts of like different nostalgic memories. That I like make. that. I'll bring some surge. We got it. Blue. I'll bring. I'll Blue bring
4: Mando. Bring it. N64. Bring an
3: N64. N64. Oh, Andy's got one, doesn't he?
4: I do got one. Bring it. Oh, dude, can do can we get like our hands? All over. Can
1: we get our hands on WWF No Mercy? I have No Mercy.
2: Oh. oh oh I, I might be able to get wcw versus nwo
1: dude i just remember that because hollywood hogan was on the cover of that it was him and sting i think were mm-hmm. facing off yep gosh what he a went. great time in my life it all really i was. all i had to do was drink nesbitt's honey lemonade and play <laughs> n64 oh, wrestling that. games that i didn't remember we, existed until this very moment we drank. we yeah. did <laughs> we, oh, we used to drink them like stone cold Sure you did. know what's funny too, Jimmy, is they're if we so, order those. So sticky. <laughs> they're, they're probably just like uh like the regular lemonade that we drink, country lemonade or whatever. For sure. It's yeah. probably just the same thing, but because probably. it was
2: Nesbits and came in that
1: can, Here's a related it left an question. impact on Jimmy.
2: Here's a related question. Is it possible to drink a brisk iced tea in anything less or anything more than just Chugging it. No. No, just instant chug of the can every time. And, that's what I and used And you're
3: not to do. saying that's brisk baby yeah, right? every time? Dude, no, we need to brisk, get. Impossible.
1: That's brisk baby. We need to get White Claw Gabe to reenact that. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. That's brisk baby. Cone,
3: I am with you. I have never, never consumed a beverage that goes down quicker or smoother than a brisk. Impossible, but Ever.
2: it also burns a little Ever. bit. Though. It does. Yeah. You yeah. get that afterburn, yeah. but you yeah. can't yeah. not yeah. chug it.
1: It's because <laughs> I think it's because reflexively, or at least when we're younger, now we're older, it's more so beer. But reflexively, when you're younger and you drink out of a can, it's usually pop. So you're expecting yes. that carbonation, but when you start chugging, it's just not there. Yeah. So you're just mm-hmm. like, so honestly. Yeah.
2: Go ahead, bring a 12 pack of that too. Andy, do you remember we can possibly drink it without just chugging the entire.
1: Okay, I like Andy. Do you remember we were like 11 or 12 years old? We bought a pack of Pepsi Blue when it first came out and we were just walking around uptown Elmhurst chugging cans of Pepsi Blue. Literally, I chugged a full can and then my stomach felt like it was going to explode (laughs) because of all the carbonation. They recently re-came Man's out with Pepsi Bob's Blue, so maybe we can bring some of that to the party All as right, well. So I
2: have on, on. the grocery list. I have Nesbit's Honey Lemonade, Brisk Baby, Brisk baby. I have Blue <laughs> Lemonade, N64, and Blue Cane. Oh, created character. Okay. <laughs> so, Able, well, Able. Okay. It's and yeah. Uh, uh, and Hulk brother, Hogan's, Hulk and Hogan's. Uh, oh
1: yeah, Hulk Hogan's R-game. wrestling. Did uh, you guys can... see
3: Hulk's shirt this time? That, that yes, I mentioned I it last the... time. It's that, no, I know, I but I forget who said they didn't see I it. Didn't see it. I, okay, I, did I, you see it this time? It. I noticed it. So I've I've been trying to find that shirt, and probably I... custom made for the Hulkster
2: Probably. Is. I'm not gonna lie, guys. I'm I'm over Hulk Hogan. I think I'm I think I'm done. I think I just yeah. Don't
1: I could see that. I just liked the shirt. Yeah, I just like the shirt. Maybe and watch the whole... Thunder in
2: Paradise and lift your spirits on Hulk. No, you should get a stone cold shirt. That's half Stone Cold Steve Austin half chili chili McFreeze. I love that. idea. (laughs)
3: That's phenomenal. Uh, I couldn't even get it out. That's good.
1: All right. We're going to wrap it up. We appreciate all our listeners out there. If you don't already follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at bros. Let's talk subscribe to us on YouTube and hit the notification button. So you get updates when we go live. You can find our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, pretty much anywhere podcasts are found. And it lives at anchor.fm slash talk. And our website is talk.com. For Jimmy, Andy, Anthony, this is Pat. Later dudes.
3: See ya. <laughs> All right. Latest on the men, Jay. <laughs>
4: Hey, goodbyes.